Hey, it's Andrew. Just quickly before we start this episode, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, the Breaking Through in Cybersecurity Marketing Podcast. Now, I don't need to explain what it's all about because the name of it is so good, but here's why I like it. Firstly, the hosts not only know what they're talking about because they've been in the cybersecurity marketing world for so long, but also Jenna and Maria make it fun. They have personalities that come out in the podcast and it draws you in. And secondly, they get great guests and together they make super useful episodes. My recent favorites were the one with Ross Halliluk, who is a marketer, but also just published the book Cyber for Builders, all about how to start a cybersecurity company. Or the one with Joe Evangelisto, the CISO at NetSpy. Or even the one all about telling stories in cybersecurity with Mitch Main. I could go on with quite a few more. And by the way, I'm not getting paid for this. I just really enjoy Gianna and Maria's show. Check it out. It's the Breaking Through in Cybersecurity Marketing Podcast. Now, on with this episode. Before we get into today's topic, I have one favor to ask of you. Please, could you go to either Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts and leave a rating and review of this podcast? It's one of the most important factors when people go searching for podcasts is the reviews that are there. And also, it helps with the search algorithms as well. It only takes about 30 seconds to do, but to encourage you even more, in April 2022, for every review that's left, I'm going to donate $10 to World Central Kitchen. World Central Kitchen provides 200,000 hot meals every day to the refugees from Ukraine, both in Ukraine, but also in surrounding countries where they're at right now. And I want to support that organization with your help. So please just go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts inside the apps, and leave a review. Welcome to the Sales Bluebird podcast, which exists because at cybersecurity startups, it's hard to get go-to-market fit, grow revenue, and scale the sales team. Sales Bluebird provides tips, tricks, experiences, examples, inspiration and ideas from people who've been doing this for many years and at many companies. I am your host, Andrew Monaghan, and this episode is part of a series of podcast episodes on pipeline generation. It will be no surprise to listeners that the number one challenge right now for sellers in cybersecurity is generating pipeline. And in these episodes will be sales leaders, individual contributors, demand generation practitioners, and experts whose business is all about generating pipeline. We want you to have fresh ideas, approaches, and tips that you can use to transform your pipeline, either as a sales leader or as an individual contributor. Today's guest on the podcast for three pipeline generation tips is Ryan Resert. Ryan, you may have seen on LinkedIn many times with some awesome content that he posts on there. He's also the founder of Phone Ready Leads. He's the host of the Revenue Champions podcast. He's been involved in the outbound and cold calling world for years and years and just knows this space inside and out, knows what it takes, knows what's important, and is able to give us today three tips you can take away and use in your outbound this week. All right. Three tips for pipeline generation. Tip number one if you're going to make outbound calls, Make sure that you're calling people who answer the phone. Now, that sounds kind of crazy, but 
on any given list, when you're prospecting, there's going to be two types of people, people who answer the phone and people who likely will not. The way the math works is that about 80% of your prospecting list who is likely to pick up the phone will pick up the phone within your first five attempts. 95% of that list is going to pick up within 10 and 98 or so is going to pick up within 15 attempts. So if you are using the phone to prospect, the 80-20 rules at play here, attempt your list up to five times. And if they haven't really picked up, you may want to start to try other channels to engage those prospects. If you also take a look at um, those who, when you're calling, if they record their name and their voicemail versus if they don't, they're going to be about two times more likely to pick up the phone. So if you're prospecting, you want to call those who are most likely to pick up the phone first. That includes folks who've recorded their name and their voicemail, and of course, those who've picked up the phone in the past, if you can grab those. Tip number two, know exactly what to say when you actually get people on the phone. So if you are prospecting and you're looking for pipeline generation, you finally get somebody on the phone, don't wing it. Have a call script or a framework that you can leverage that keeps your message consistent and keeps you confident in your process. Now, this is really important. A lot of folks want to wing it. It's not just about the opener, literally having a framework for the words, phrases, and sentences that you might use throughout the sales conversation, especially the first sales conversation. But I'd recommend this all the way through uh, the entire sales process. Some great call frameworks to look into. Uh, Certainly, back in the day, I leveraged the Connect and Sell Breakthrough script, which gave a very simple introduction and a possibility to get through to a meeting with an expansion statement. Uh, You can look up five sentences that will change your life, uh, article by Chris Beal. Another one to look up is the art of cold calling ball, Townsend Wardlaw. That particular one performs about two times greater than the connect and sell breakthrough script. Both of them will help you stay consistent and confident uh, with your messaging. Tip three, follow up. Most reps will give up after the very first connect or response with a not interested, uh, not me, maybe even an unsubscribe. Especially when making calls, this piggybacks on tip one. If you call people who've picked up before, you're going to have a higher connect rate. So the follow-up already gets you into more conversations faster, generating more pipeline. But a lot of times that very first connection uh, was just terrible timing. And so if you follow up, you're going to give your, your opportunity to have more conversations faster and your conversion rate is going to increase. Make sure to take notes uh, around phraseology that's being used in your initial conversation, whether it's good or bad. When you follow up, you can leverage that information to take your conversation further along in the sales process. So three tips today, call people who answer the phone, know exactly what to say. And don't forget to follow up. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with at least one other person and also hit subscribe in your podcast player. If you know someone that you want to hear from on this series of episodes on pipeline generation, let me know, please. Email me at andrew at unstoppable.do. That's D-O at the end, andrew at unstoppable.do. Or you can text me directly on 303 956 0024.
It would mean a lot to me and to the continued growth of the show if you could help get the word out. So how do you do that easily? There are two ways. Firstly, just simply send a link to a friend. Send a link to the show, to this episode. Um, you can email it, text it, Slack it, whatever works for you and is easy for you. The second way is to leave a super quick rating. And sometimes that can seem complicated, so I've made it as easy for you as I can. You simply have to go to ratethispodcast.com slash cyber. That's ratethispodcast.com slash cyber and explains exactly how to do it. Either of these ways will take you less than 30 seconds to do, and it will mean the world to me. So thank you.